This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. Check out their interactive workshops, events, leadership coaching blog, and more at www.kingdomatwork.com or follow them on all major social media platforms. Kingdomatwork.com. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we're broadcasting to you from Rancho Mirage, California. This broadcast made possible through a collaboration between FCCI and Convene. Check them out online, FCCI.org and ConveneNow.com. We're on location at the 2018 International Summit, a gathering of Christ followers who desire to live out their faith in their work while pursuing excellence. On the first half of today's show, we're talking with Tom Ferguson. He's from Dallas, Texas, or Fort Worth, because that's more specifically where he's at. And his company is AZZ Corp. I'm going to let him tell you more about it, but he's got connections to so many of the ministries we've highlighted here on I Work For Him. We're excited to hear the compilation of that story. Tom Ferguson, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim. Martha, glad to be here. We're excited to have you here, Tom, and I know it's uh, uh, it's exciting. Convene hasn't gotten promoted as much on iWorkFrame as we'd like, but as our growth, as we grow across the nation, we want to make sure we highlight those ministries, and we love Greg Leith, the leader, and we love the fact that Convene is now alive and, and growing in Central Florida, between Lakeland and Orlando and Kissimmee Mm -hmm. and Davenport. And so we're just excited to make sure that people know that this is a resource out there and available. Tom, every time as we open up a show with a guest that's never been on, we always ask this question. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? You know, I was was actually confirmed at 13 in a Lutheran church, grew up in a, a Christian grade school. But, you know, wasn't always a walking Christian. And uh, I'd have to say I really came strongly to Christ when I found my wife. Uh, We've been married 30 years, and she was a strong uh, Mm. Christ follower. And so I went from being a head knowledge Christian to a walking Christian and uh, and, and just love the Lord. What's your wife's name? Marianne. Marianne, because we've got to give her kudos. 30 years is no small task. We love that, Marianne. Way to go. Any kids, you guys? No kids. Great dogs, though. Great dogs. And and they pass on generation to generation. So you've been investing your hearts and minds into the employees there at AZZ. Absolutely. All right. We're going to get to that story. At what point in time of your life, Tom Ferguson, did you make that connection between your faith and your work? You know, it was a sad thing. I'd been with a company called FlowServe for 25 years, running two divisions for them. And when I retired, uh, mostly due to health reasons, I sent out a letter to my 11,000 employees. And within an hour, I got hundreds of responses back. Said, you know, have a great time in retirement, but we're so happy to know you're a Christian. And I'm sitting here 25 years, and they didn't know I was a Christian. Was I behaving that badly, or uh, did I just never tell anybody? And I really was. I was one of those check my faith at the door, go to church on Sunday, men's group. Uh, but work, no, Monday, it's all business. Hmm. So what? So was that a turning point for you then? Yeah, so now I'm retired, and, and I'm thinking, that's not how I want to have my legacy in the work world. Mm-hmm. i got to get back in the game. And uh, my wife helped me do that, too. She said, you know, honey, uh, we have to talk one day, and I'm coming down looking for coffee, going, uh-oh, I've heard that two times before. Honey, can I at least have coffee? She says, yeah, but let me tell you this. We've been married 25 years at the time, but we've only been together 10. You've been traveling 235 days out of the year. I'm going, no, uh-huh. couldn't be. She shows me the calendars. And I go, wow, you're right. And she says, by the way, I liked it that way. I loved you when you came home, and it was 
great when you left, and now you go need to go find something to do. And so, <laughs> my so you were driving because you were going to be there all I the was. time. <laughs> and so that's how I ended up. Took a headhunter call, ended up at AZZ. It was right there in Fort Worth, uh, thirty minutes from the house. Great company, fit my background, and I'm going this time. They're going to know I'm a Christian, I'm a Christ follower, and mm. so I'm just coming in to. Do it different. Yeah. Well, and retirement really wasn't biblical anyway. I mean, there's really it no, wasn't. There's no, as long as you're not a Levitical priest, you don't look like one. You don't have the beard. So I figured that probably wasn't you. So <laughs> as you're back in there, so what does it mean now? You said, I, I want to make sure people know I'm a Christ follower. How are you letting people? I mean, AZZ, how many employees? Uh, at the time, 3,600. We're up to about 4,500 now. So wow. it's a ton of people, all in one location or in multiple places? No, all over the world, uh, 60 locations, uh, 50 of them in the U.S. and Canada. So you get 4,500 people. And what does AZZ do? We're the largest hot dip galvanizer in, in the world. Uh, so we've got 40 locations that pr- pr- provide corrosion protection on uh, steel. And then we've got electrical systems manufacturing, and we're the largest specialty welding company in the world. So when you say hot dip, so you're taking steel, you're galvanizing it or, or any kind of metal and galvanizing it, what, like what kind of parts? For, for what? For the auto industry? For fencing? For, for what? Uh, transmission, electric uh, utility transmission poles for uh, stadium seating, for instance, mm-hmm. everything on the highways. Uh, we're now doing rebar. Uh, anything in are infrastructure. Are galvanizing rebar finally? We are. And they should have been all along. I mean, how silly is it to put... <laughs> well, because it's extra work. Put, put rebar in the cement, pour water on top of it, then seal it up and expect it not to do something. I don't understand. They've been doing that for decades. <laughs> That's right. But and now we live we, in we Florida, so that is... <laughs> and we're, we actually have a place in Tampa, Florida. Do so, you? Yeah. Excellent. Well, it's probably right along the bay because that's where all the steel's coming in and out on the along the bay. Yeah, it's one of our one of yeah, actually between Tampa Saint Pete Saint Pete. Yes. Wow, very Excellent. cool. All right. So you said, Okay, I'm going to, people are going to know I'm a Jesus follower. How have you made that known and then how did convene come to come into play into that? Well, being a little proud and um, you know, sometimes God hadn't quite humbled me yet, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna do it on my own. I don't know anything about kingdom purpose, but I'm a smart business guy, highly successful. Uh, I'm just going to come in there and I'm going to do it different. So I started a Bible study, which I'd never done in my life. Uh, every Friday at noon, I buy my employees lunch, anybody that wants to come from the headquarters office, and we study the Word. They call it Explore God, and actually most of them call it Tom's uh, Jesus meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's a witness. And uh, then I started putting out weekly faith-based messages to all our employees, and uh I also put out my own personal testimony after I'd been there for about 30 days, I believe. And how do people respond to that? You know, it was like nice, good, had pretty good attendance at the Bible study, anywhere from 15 to 35 people, but wasn't sure whether it was for the free lunch or, or the great teaching, you know. And I <laughs> Doesn't used, matter. You know, I used everybody from uh, Andy Stanley to Rick Warren to uh, Louis Giglio. You know, I just used great preachers, mm-hmm. and, and we'd watch a video, and then we'd do a little work study and uh, so I'd say it was pretty well received we also had our first ever in the company history which were about 60 years old okay uh, we did an extended leadership meeting brought in our top 70 leaders and we developed a faith-based mission statement so uh-huh. to me that was exciting because we've got uh, our mission was to develop people in a collaborative faith-based environment and and then we also put Christian values behind it so it's like okay all my leaders are lined up and we're ready to go uh, <laughs> We put the banners out, but not everybody behaved like 
Christians. <laughs> you know, unbeknownst to me, it was like just because the CEO said it, they didn't necessarily do it. So, so there was some culture change ahead for you. Yeah. And that's where Convene came in. Talk to us about that. How did you even find out about it? Uh, you know, it was one of those where I was getting all these contacts from things like Vistage and lots of, you know, CEO networking things. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, Ken Stiles, I think he sent me an email called. I didn't really follow up. I think it was probably a year later before I ever returned his <laughs> call and uh, because then I'm struggling. And it's like, Lord, uh, you know, what's going on? I thought this was going to be easy. We're doing your work. We're... And, and uh, you know, that's like I said, I was humbled. It was, I don't have all the answers. And so uh, when Ken reached out, I, I, I jumped right in. I'm like, okay. And then he didn't follow up. So then I'm like, wow. You know, it's like waiting on the call back from a, a potential date. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm following up with him. And, and when I get involved, it's like that first year we took on culture index to determine how our people are hardwired. Right now, media made it available to our employees. We uh, got marketplace chaplains, so 15 people, 15 chaplains out there in our U.S. and, and Canadian sites. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to live that mission that we espoused. How? Go ahead. Well, I just am curious. So, I mean, you you put a lot of great tools out there. So, mm-hmm. how did you? Um, how did the employees receive that? What kind of feedback were you getting as you were implementing different aspects? You know, it was fun for me because uh, people would start to respond to my uh, faith-based patriotic messages, and mm-hmm. I'd get uh, 100 notes back. Just We've never worked in a company where the CEO holds Bible study and sends out faith-based messages. Mm-hmm. When we made chaplains available... You know, we suddenly found out chaplains are going to funerals, and they're also going to weddings, and they're going and meeting family members that are sick in hospitals. Yeah. Just lovely. We're so excited to be talking today with Tom Ferguson from AZZ Corp in Fort Worth, Texas. It's a steel galvanizing facility. They are galvanizing what you name it. They'll take your Cheerios and galvanize it. If that's (laughs) what you want, you need to check them out online. If you have ever thought, boy, I could really use a Christ following galvanizing company, AZZ Corp in Fort Worth, Texas. They're your company. They're all over the world with 4,500 employees. You can even check them out online, azz.com. Tom Ferguson, we were talking about your story of how you got connected to Convene, which can be found online at convenenow.com. Tell us how it really, I mean, you mentioned a bunch of ministries that helped you out. You got involved with Marketplace Chaplains. You brought chaplains and you brought uh, in the Culture Index to help uh, understand your people. And right now, media for all your people. But how did you shift the culture? You know, we're still in that process. We, uh, through Convene, uh, one of the things that we became familiar with was Patrick Lencioni's The Advantage Culture. And so we started using those tools, five dysfunctions of the team, brought in executive coaches. We we just brought on staff, uh, a culture coach. So we're still driving that. So while we saw a lot of change, it just wasn't as deep and wide as we wanted it to be. So we re, we just reinvigorated our mission and our values. We've put it on pocket testaments to pass out thousands of them to not just our employees, but our suppliers, our customers. Okay. We've got tracks in our, you know, when you come into our front office and uh, we have investors that go, wow, you know, mm. Bible tracks, Easter tracks, you, you name it. So it's we're, we're we're really expanding what we're doing, but we're we're still in in my mind we're still in the early stages. 
So I have a question, um, kind of trying to tie this in with your relationship with Convene. So um, helping our listeners to understand, over when you meet together with your other members in Fort Worth for your Convene meeting, is that once a month? Once a month. So is everybody just kind of sharing what they're doing? Does Convene have, um, tell us a little bit about what that experience is like and how that's helped you in this process. Well, we have a chair, and ours is Ken Stiles, who he's also an executive coach. Uh, but we start the meetings with a devotional. We, we share the, the good and bad things that have happened to each of us uh, during the, the month, both mm-hmm. positive and negative, uh, and both personal and business. And then we uh, have one of us will present. You know, we, we rotate, so we'll present what's going on in our business. And, and I have a hilarious story about that, but it's a little bit long, so I'll, I'll leave that. <laughs> Uh, when I presented two years ago, and uh, boy, a lot changed. But uh, And then we usually have uh, somebody come in, like Culture Index or Marketplace Chaplains or Haggai International, mm-hmm. talk to us about either ministry or business issues and, and tools that are available. Okay, so, we, so that's how you got exposed to the, all these different tools that you've been able to implement. Absolutely. Excellent. That's and by the way, I, I resisted all of them because I thought, oh, I know it all. You know, uh-huh. I've I've had 25 years of all the advanced development and leadership training. Uh, I'm not going to get much out of this. I'm just going to share my experiences. And so, you know, within the first month, Culture Index, second month, Marketplace Chaplains, right now, just boom, 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 mm-hmm. each one of them. And then the, what helps is that the other team members have their businesses. And what gives me the confidence a lot of times is because they share what these have already done for them. Yeah. Right. Well, and I wanted to ask that question. So obviously, a lot of these resources come at a cost. Mm-hmm. How, speaking to the other business owners, CEOs, people that are having to make those financial decisions, um, how are you, are, is, it a, is it a justification? How do you um, tell everyone around you, this is an expense that we're going to make and we're not going to compromise on it and it's for the good of the mm-hmm. company? How have you seen that play out? One, as a publicly traded company, we have a public board, sure. and uh, they want to know. So if you're doing, using Marketplace Chaplains, what are you doing? Well, it's all about engagement. Uh, but even there, the, the cost was, uh, you know, close to half a million dollars. And mm-hmm. so for a company like us, that's, that's still a good bit of money. And, uh, and I wasn't all that sold. So I brought in my CFO, so money guy, bring in my mm-hmm. COL largest business, my chief legal officer, uh, we're going to do this as a team, and I'm figuring, well, there's probably two votes against it, and then I'll decide. And it turns out CFO's all for it. The COO, who's got 2,000 employees, he's like, this is going to be great for engagement. My chief legal officer goes, this is outstanding. I'm all for it. By the way, how much does it cost? And, and uh, they told us, and my CFO goes, I said, so do we have to rebudget? He goes, no, just this morning we found out that our insurance just got reduced half a million dollars. And oh I'm like, my word. <laughs> okay, there's that, a God thing. That was an open door right <laughs> yeah. there. So, I, you know, I look at those and, and sometimes it goes that way. But I can tell you, we've had millions of dollars of benefit from Marketplace Chaplains in engagement and showing AZZ really cares about our people, mm-hmm. not just about their physical health, but about their emotional and spiritual health. Well, that's where I was going to go. As we talk with Tom Ferguson here, as we talk about his experience with convenient exposure to ministries like Marketplace, Chaplains, and Right Now Media, and the Culture Index, and the Pocket Testament League, it's really about the people. When you look at your first 25 years in in business, and now your five years since then, as you've gone to AZZ and are, are turning this company and growing this company, you've begun to realize that it's about the investment 
into those people's lives, haven't you? Really have, and, and it's not just their life here on earth, but their eternity in heaven. So, you know, and you have to learn to love people. And I, I think I cared about my people in FlowServe, and most people would say I was a nice guy, and I, I generally cared, um, but I didn't really love them. You right. know, I, I didn't really know them. And and obviously they didn't really know me. And at AZZ, I know our reception. I probably know more about our receptionist than I knew about some of my staff at Flowserve. Mm. So, have you ever gone back and written notes to those people that used to report to you at Flowserve and apologize for hey the disconnect? I, I I have, and so much so that I've hired several of them at AZZ, and they well, that's a good recruiting I, method, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and I think now several of them attend the Bible study, and they're like, "Wow, this isn't the uh, the president we knew in in Tom. This is a different Tom." And and I and, and I'm still working on it, you know. Sure. I said God humbles me <laughs> quite regularly, and I that pride gets out there, and I, I start falling into my old habits. But now I have my convened brothers to to hold me accountable. I've got uh, and the people. In my in my company that knew me the old way, and okay, so if we're going to lead differently, this is different. Good, and they remind me. So it it, it really just flows. So speak. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and ha- and how has your wife seen when you come home at the end of the day? Is there a difference between when you would come home under your old hat, the old Tom, um, and your your new way, the new culture? What she's seen is, in, is, you know, I've given up all my old hobbies. And, uh, you know, I don't watch TV very much. I don't play golf very much. And, and she she sees my heart is really, I have so much work to do for the kingdom. Mm. that, And I get so much joy out of it. So, you know, to me, watching TV was just a mindless activity. Yeah. Entertainment. Now it's like, no, my joy is I got to go up and study. I got to go up and spend some time with the Lord. I have, I go to my man cave. She puts me up there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I enjoy it though. And she sees that joy that used to, even when I was happy, I was worried. And mm-hmm. even when things were going well, I knew they wouldn't stay that way. And now it's like, well, yeah, we want to grow our business. We want to create opportunities for people. We want to develop folks here. We want to grow them. Uh, and I take so much joy in that. Mm. What a great testament to to not only God opening your eyes to seeing things differently, but then how Convene has come alongside and given you the resources. You're kind of a poster child for a lot of, you know, you're like the poster company, poster CEO for how all of these wonderful things that can be implemented and the effects of that. So um, that is great. You were you were even saying that you, um, you probably don't want me to say this, but you got an above and beyond award. And it, that was probably because you implemented the most uh, resources in your company. It's humbling. Oh, <laughs> it's humbling. Wow. That's great. So talk to those business owners that are listening today. And, and, and when they listen to it, this could be, they could be listening to the broadcast, we listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. but speak to them about why they should surround themselves with other Christ following business owners and leaders in a group like Convene. Why that is, why that has become essential for you, that that's money that is well spent. You know, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like life groups and, and, and I've been in a men's group for years and, and we hold each other accountable, but in Convene, that monthly meeting, knowing you got to go face other mm-hmm. business leaders, there that, that holds me accountable for making sure that I'm staying consistent with the goals of Convene, with my commitment in faith by what we're doing in the business, as well as you need that continual influx of new tools, new new ways, things that can help us uh, deal, communicate with millennials. Because it, you know, I'm 62; it's it doesn't come naturally for me. I don't have the same experiences. 
we, we learn those things. We have the opportunities to be exposed to also other ministries. That uh, That's how I ended up on the Haggai International uh, Board, where our goal is to eradicate gospel uh, poverty around the world. Uh, I ended up on the Lionheart uh, Children's Academy board and and was loving it so much they made me chairman. All these things <laughs> I met through Convene and I never would have had these interconnections mm-hmm. without it. So is that investment in Convene on a monthly basis a worthwhile investment for you, Tom Ferguson? I've gotten a hundredfold benefit. A hundredfold. <laughs> Tom Ferguson, thank you so much for being an I Work for him today. Thank you. Make sure you check out Convene online at convenenow.com, convenenow.com. And like I said, Tom Ferguson runs a business called AZZ Incorporated. If you need help with galvanizing any kind of metal, they're your company. You can find them in Fort Worth, Texas, and online at azz.com. Another free plug right here on I Work For Him. <laughs> You're listening to I Work For Him as we broadcast you from Rancho Mirage, California, courtesy of FCCI and Convene. You can check them out online at FCCI.org and convenenow.com. We're on location at the 2000. 2018 International Summit, a gathering of Christ followers who desire to live out their faith in their work while pursuing excellence. Second half of the show today, we're talking with Vincent Huang. He is from Southern California. He's got a story to tell. Vincent Huang, welcome to I Work For Him. Yeah, it's radio, so you have to say something. (laughs) He he did a very typical Chinese. He he nodded. That was very, very nice. Okay, so talk to me, Vincent. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? So even though I grew up in Taiwan, my parents have both um, been uh, to Catholic church through the Catholic uh, missionary work early on. So growing up, I knew uh, Bible and I knew God. I just didn't have a personal relationship uh, with Jesus. That happened later on when I came to the United States. And uh, at some point, um, some friends told me uh, where to go to go to a church. And that's when I started um, understanding more of um, this good news. When did you come to the States? How old were you? Twelve. And you went to Southern California? Yes. All right. That was, well, at least the weather's nicer. It's, it's, it's an amazing place. Talk to us about, so you, you, you started walking with the Lord. When Were you a teenager then when you finally just said, wow, I get this Jesus thing? No, actually during my teenage years, I walked away from um, the Catholic Church altogether Part of it is I rebel and I want to do my own things, and I just didn't want to be uh, under his rules. And mm-hmm. I'm very clear later on. And then th- that went into junior college, and then I didn't want to study well, even though my parents brought me here for more educational perp- uh, opportunity. But instead, I dove into business. And I had a lot of initial success, but uh, still I was doing things on my own. And so first company bankrupted, and I was still able to uh, continue to have more success. But it wasn't until 2001. It was very interesting. Um, God used the gal that I was dating online to send me a scripture um, from Hebrews uh, saying that time uh, don't stop uh, gathering. So then I realized it was time to come home. Then mm-hmm. I, had, I already had friends that were solid Christians, so I asked them where to go. They pointed me to a Asian-American church in Southern California. So I went there, and that's when I started. But around the same time was when I started VHA, after all my previous failures and uh, working for others for a brief period of time. So looking back, I realized God brought me home, and at the same time, he he had uh, a calling for me to do business his way. Mm-hmm. And that was 2001. I, I was love, already 28 by then. I love that. And he, he was told to do business his way. We've heard that sound on iWork for him before. All right, so... 
talk to us about that. How did you get connected to Convene? So at first, I was just um, going along and going to church and doing business. Um, but I was still very much working out of my own traditional sense. It wasn't until 2008 God started um, getting me ready for the next level. Two things happened during that time. One, I went to Biola, and they have an adult degree completion program. And there, they really integrate faith and business together. For example, in my HR class, the professor asked, first question was, why do we treat employees well? And I'm thinking, why? And then his answer was, every person's made in God's image, deserve dignity and respect. And that was new to me, even though I had been in church for seven years. So I started combining that together. Around the same time, I went to a, a business conference that was held by Saddleback. It was a one-day conference. And in the back, my convene chair was, uh, had a booth. And he was just getting started with his group. So I saw it. And at that time, I had already heard of C12 from my uh, small group. But then I realized uh, God had pointed me to convene. So that's when I joined. And I've been in it ever since 2008. Wow. So you've had a decade now that you have been a part of Convene. Tell people from your perspective, um, maybe they have not tuned in or they just tuned in and they haven't heard yet what Convene is. Tell our listeners what that's all about. It's such a life-transforming experience. Um, Looking back, just I can't imagine my life without the group of brothers. Um, The reality is, I can have good accountability partner. I can have a good small group. But most of them don't understand the challenge of being a business owner with um, the kind of stuff that we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So my s- small group friends, most of them, they, they work. They might be manager, but it's different. But in Convene, it's 11 other brothers who are running businesses, have the same heart for the Lord, want to glorify Him through what we do day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And even though we meet once a month only, but because it's a full day, we really get to know each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. They know my wife. They know my challenge in marriage. They know my kids. I know theirs. And over the years, you just naturally become very, very good friends. And then some of my best friends are in the group. And we do lots of things together. Uh, I remember a bunch of us, eight of us, went to Ransom Hearts uh, Men's Boot Camp. So through those experiences, then you further build stronger bonds. So yes, we're in it together to talk about business, but really we're doing life together as business uh, owners who want to honor, honor God. Why don't we talk a little bit about your business experience? You've got a couple of businesses that you're running. Talk about where the, the, the skills, the gifting, the calling on your life for business. God gave me a strategic mind, but I'm not very sound operationally. And somehow along the way, um, God also gave me leadership trait that others were willing to follow me. So I have a very good team. And ever since the beginning, I always knew I wanted to develop team. But through the clarity of the biolet class and um, the experience in Convene, I started to know that's where it comes together. God cares about the character development for each person. So I focus a lot on leadership development. And then through better leader, then the team can get stronger and then naturally we then uh, produce better. Mm. So a lot of our focus is on how to um, have personal growth while we do business together. But what kind of business are you in? So the VHA business is a distributor for Sprint. We 
distribute their prepaid product called Boost Mobile. So we serve a lot of first-generation immigrants who come here and decide to open up a Boost Mobile store. And so these mom-and-pop shop owners, they not only need phones, but they need to understand a lot of things. They don't understand HR laws here. They don't understand, to, for example, simple things like keeping your business account and your personal account separate. Uh-huh. Um, how to do progressive discipline with um, your folks, and just all the basic things. So we co- become much more value-added distributor for them. Almost like a franchiser, because you're help teaching them how to be in business. Very much so. And the typical franchisor offer a template, because the franchisee typically have quite a bit of business acumen and have some capital. Mm-hmm. Ours is a more challenging, because someone coming from Middle East or India, they have a very different framework mind when it comes to doing business. So we are not only supporting them on those basic fronts, but also sharing with them what things have to be done here if mm-hmm. they don't want to get in trouble. Very good. So that's one of them, VHA, yep. <clears throat> which is Boost Mobile under Sprint. What's the other one? Concentris is a solution provider for NetSuite. NetSuite is a cloud-based ERP that's owned by Oracle. And how we got into it was early on, um, VHA needed a um, good solution because we had warehouses across different places. And so we stumbled on, upon this many, many years ago. We became a user, but then we found out the product is great, but there weren't enough good solution provider out there. As a matter of fact, my second one that I really wanted to use, he was based out in Florida, but he didn't have enough capacity to help me. So then I started saying, okay, we got to develop some programmer ourselves so that we can meet our own needs. And then what grew from that was then I realized we can really go out there and serve others who are using NetSuite, but they are not getting the most out of it. So we started becoming an official solution provider for them. So you're a problem-solving guy. You, you see a problem and you solve it. And I love what you're doing with, you got an incredible ministry opportunity with all these people you're helping set up with these Boost Mobile offices because you're investing your life into them. You've yes. got a staff. How have you been able to carry your faith through that whole training process? So they know that I give glory to God. They know whether it's my team or external uh, customers, they know that I don't push it on them. But then oftentimes they'll wonder, why is it that I do what I do? I I get a lot of comment about, um, they know financially I'm well off, but I am very much just like one of them. I'll go um, meet them, I'll have meal with them, and we'll talk about our um, challenges. So they, they are always fascinated on why I am the way I am, and then I get to then share with them who uh, my Lord is. And then on top of that, we always teach them what's good for them in the long run and not focus on short-term things. Sometimes uh, public companies have a lot more short-term objectives that they need to meet, and we try to teach them to resist those urges and uh, focus on a lot of things that will get them s- better set up as a business and then as a better business owner. And then in turn, we always get into father and uh, husband side. Mm. So I'll tell you a quick story. Sure. Three weeks ago, I was driving my car. My plan was to drive through cross country. So I stopped by Albuquerque. I have a good customer there. He's a single dad with three boys. So then we go to dinner. And because I drive a Tesla, so the three boys... Can get so you needed time in order to plug it in anyway. <laughs> well, I, th- there's that. But then uh, here was really just meeting with them. So the three boys hop on my car. We were driving to the restaurant. So the boys were asking me, oh, so what's VHA and what do you guys do? So I said, why don't you guys ask your dad when we get there? 
We get to the restaurant, and Gabriel, the dad, answered them in such a way that says, "Well, they teach us how to not just be a better business person, but how to be a better dad."、Oh. That's what resonated with him. So Gabriel really gets what we do, and of course, then when we pray, he knows which God I'm praying to. Now, when I'm with my Middle Eastern and Hindu customers, they think the God is、um, a universe God or a different God, but I do what I can from time to time. For example, I'll give them Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership book. Excellent. That's a subtle way of sharing with them、uh, the verses and whatnot. So、mm-hmm. I haven't quite figured out how to do it on the. Um, the ones where there's a different faith,、um, but in other ones, it's easier for me to bring it back together. Well, and you just living out your faith in front of your customers, in front of your the people that you're feeding your life into, you'll get those opportunities. And God, you don't have to do it on your own. It's not depending on you. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit's for.、That's、yes.、Right. Yes. And, and and I'm I'm interested. And we'll have to hit this in the next segment. But you know, growing up in the Chinese culture. Faith is a fairly private thing, isn't it? Yes. So you're having to learn how to live out your faith out loud, which goes probably contrary to how you were raised. Somewhat, yeah.、Right. So we're going to touch on that when we come back.、Great. And right now we're talking to Vincent Huang. He owns a, a business, a business tree, as I'd like to call it, called VHA and Concentris. And he's been telling us about those and how his what his business tree is all like. Vincent, right before the break, I asked you that question about culture. Because you grew up in the Chinese culture,、uh, your parents having having been born in Taiwan and your grandparents from China, and you moving over here as a twelve year old, so you were raised in that culture. And in the Chinese culture, this is what I'm, I'm seeing from the outside because I'm not certainly not a Chinese culture expert. But it's a religion is a fairly private thing in in the Chinese culture, isn't it? I would say so, but because I came here at twelve.、Um, And grew up here. I really don't know what it is like there in terms of the integration of faith and the marketplace. Okay.、Mm-hmm. But what I have found is that that's not limited to just Chinese. Because, for example,、uh, my previous general manager, he's a lifelong Catholic, but he never talks about it. So he was very fascinated with how I、uh, subtly mention、uh, my faith. And and the same thing with the executive assistant that he had. It was just both of them were. Christians, but they just、uh, find it very fascinating how we are very comfortable in being who we are,、mm. uh, regardless whether it was Sunday or Monday to Friday. You know that's a that's a powerful way to say it. Very comfortable in who you are, whether it was Sunday or Monday through Friday.、Um, so, has Convene really helped you to make that a better transition from Sunday to Monday? Convene has helped me in so many ways, not just the brotherhood and the fellowship, but practical resources.、Um, I am on the board for Pocket Testament League, and that connection was made through Convene.、Uh, some of the board members are in both organizations, and they sought me out when they were going to Asia and wanted more of a presence. I have made so many friends from、uh, Convene. So yeah, there's just a lot of good things I can say about it. So, how are you using Pocket Testament League within your organizations? Are you doing anything? So,、um, the league has an opportunity to make a customized cover.、Mm-hmm. So we did that. So that way, then we make them available. So once a year, we have a all、uh, team member invited personal growth events. Actually, this weekend, this Thursday to Saturday in Irvine, 
And once a year we do that. Everybody's invited, and uh, it's a choice that they can come or not. Ninety percent of them do come,、mm-hmm. and then we don't talk about business. So like this year's theme is abundance, and we'll have a trainer that works through different things and then help them get clarity. And、uh, we have breakout session on marriage, on parenting, on、uh, um, grief this year, and then finances. Wow! And then somewhere we'll make these Gospel of John available.、Mm-hmm. So again, if they ask, "Hey, what are we doing this for?"、Um, they're very surprised that everybody, including frontlines, invited, and they're surprised that we don't talk about business. So they really start over time to understand that we want them to do well, and then when they're ready, the gospels are there. You're really ministering to the people. You're touching the people's lives. Yes,、uh, and that's powerful. That's powerful. Hey, we're talking today with Vincent Huang. He is he well, he owns VHA, a Boost Mobile company under Sprint, and as well Concentris. It's a solution provider for NetSuite, and I may have gotten that right or mostly right. But、uh, we're talking about his involvement at Convene. So、um, yes, because we've really been getting exposed to more and more of the members from Convene and how it's impacting their business.、Um, are you finding that now? I believe my understanding is that there's a point in a year or over a couple of years that you get an opportunity to kind of come with your own business、uh, situation、yes. or ask for help. How has that been beneficial to your company? I use it regularly. Okay. Yeah, this past <laughs> forum meeting, I. Opened up my.、Um, cur- we are currently considering buying a company, and I've made mistake before where I didn't go to the group, and then it turned out the decision wasn't wise. I missed certain things, so now I'm very methodical in bring issues, whether it's、um, some kind of HR decision I'm making within the organization, or in this case,、uh, something related to a acquisition. So I use it all the time, and、uh, it yeah, it's been very. Need to not only get different perspective, but also、um, a lot of encouragement.、Mm-hmm. One time,、uh, we record them on on these CDs. So then, on the drive, I was listening to it with my wife, and my wife said, "Wow, I really like your brothers. They they're asking the question I want to ask." Very good. So she knows that you're getting the tough questions asked to you and、uh, really being challenged. So has she been able? She besides that comment, has she seen the impact that Convene has made on your business, and I assume in your home life as well? She has, and she knows these brothers well.、Um, and they, one time,、uh, I was saying, "Wow, she keep on complaining that I work too much." And then the brothers were asking me, "So do you think you do?" I said, "No." Said、so、that they said, "Okay, well, let's get her on the phone." So they got her on the speaker from right away, and that's the kind of relationship that we have. And so, did so, you start working less then, or did how I, how did it go? <laughs> so one of my brother by then had already committed to taking one day off each week. So then I saw that example. So then I follow suit. Okay. Yeah. So I now take Friday off. Very good. And how is that helping at home? I think it's helping a little bit. Jovi would still like me to be much more、uh, involved in being intentional and supporting her and、uh, just doing more. Yeah, I mean it's a challenge, and entrepreneur entrepreneurial families struggle with different things. Entrepreneurial marriages struggle with different things than marriages of people who have two eight to five jobs. I mean, it's just a little bit different deal.、Mm-hmm. Talk to the audience about why. They should get involved if they're running a business, if they're running an organization. Why they should get involved in a convene group? Yeah, and I think、um, there's convene and then there's C12, and both are very similar. These are business owner peer groups, 
And、uh, they're just, like I was saying earlier, there are so many things that if you carry by yourself, even if you are a solid Christian and you pray, God can use other brother as an extension and a tangible way of encouraging、uh, you and me,、um, speaking truth into you and me. And I just wouldn't do it any other way. I've been in the group for a long time. And I remember when I first joined, I heard the statistic that time was something like the average was seven years. I thought, wow, that's a long time. Now I'm already longer than that.、Mm-hmm. And I love it. Every month, the second Thursday, which is when my group meets, I work my schedule around it. I want to be there. I want to continue to hang out with them and grow together with them. And we're never done learning, right? And it's learning, and it's also just this.、Um, Sharing life together. The camaraderie. It very much is.、Mm. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Okay. So you're here in Rancho Mirage, California at this international summit. Why are you here? What, 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 what drew you here to California? Well, you're already in California. What drew you here to the summit? So Greg,、um, the CEO this year, had a very special thing where he、uh, invited a bunch of us that have larger organization within Convene to come. And I didn't know who the other guys were. Uh, after I got here, then I realized, oh, okay, one of the person is also a、uh, fellow supporter for the Pocket Testament League. So,、mm-hmm. um, and he's, but he's in a different group. So usually in a convinced setting, I don't really interact with him much. But here we get to do some stuff, and、uh, so it really was at the invitation of Greg, and then I just want to come and、uh, hang out more with other convinced guys. What have you learned? What have, what have you been? In, how have you been encouraged by? Being in a room full of 500 people who want to live out their faith in their work. Well, last night,、um, uh, Chad and Greg they announced this new collaboration、yes. between Aragon 412. Yep, and to me that's very exciting.、Um, in business, we understand the importance of、um, consolidation or scale. And here, they're not necessarily consolidating, but at least they will gain a lot more scale by. Working together, especially with other、um, similarly minded ministries、uh, across the country,、mm-hmm. so I'm just really excited about that. I know、um, after 2008 that God really put on my heart this involvement of using workplace as a place to reach、um, His people and to grow His people. So now、um, seeing that firsthand, Aragon.、Um, For twenty ones here, and that I can be part of this. It's great. How many employees do you have between both your companies? One hundred. One hundred. And、oh. then we have a small team in Taipei, about fifteen. And do they support you behind the scenes, the the team in Taipei, or do they have Boost Mobile stores there, or is that part、no. of NetSuite's the programming? Part. They're a programmer for NetSuite, and、okay. then、uh, most of them are non-believer. And again, we do that uh, that uh,、um, annual、um, personal growth thing. We do that there as well. We fly over there. We fly a trainer over there, and.、Uh, Yes, they support us on the accounting side because、um, Nestle is cloud-based, so、sure. accountant can be anywhere. Yes, and then the programmers can be、uh, there as well, and they have great work ethic. So I'm very happy to have that team.、Mm-hmm. And fantastic! I want to say that most of my team members, whether there or here, are not necessarily Christians. Right,、uh, and that's fantastic. That gives you ministry opportunity. Vincent、yes. Huang, thank you so much for being an iWork Ram today. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and make sure you check out Convene Online, ConveneNow dot com. You've been listening to I Work Room with your hosts Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace—it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.